I got a nice little panty shot of Bunny right now. Bang. You see that? You gonna you gonna give Daddy a peek? You gonna pull that those panties to the side and give Daddy a little peek? Do it a little bit. Oh <laughs> I'm ready to start a show. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four! Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, a show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and pa bad Jean. Recording live from the Threshold Love Lab in North Hollywood, California, in front of our perverted studio audience. Hello, lovely perverts. Woo-hoo. Oh, my God. I'm Kathy. I'm Uncle Creepy. <laughs> oh, my God. just say it. I said I'm Unger. Fucking Unger's oh here, God. God. One of these weeks we're going to get it right. Yeah, right. And, and we have Taffy Slime pulling... <laughs> Like, Bunny is just now Enthralled. just completely... She's going from the hard point. She's you know, she's slime. pulling slime from the hard point in the love lab. You know that's when it's getting rocking uh-huh. that she's going. Because later, we're going to put a slime dildo inside a Mew. It's got the little styrofoam balls in it. It's I, like tentacle porn. Nothing to say anymore. Yeah, it's like going to be what good. Do you, what do you say to that? It's going to be good. So, yeah, it looks like taffy. It looks like Anne Anne is looking like she just wants to absorb it. Into her flesh and rub it all over her. That's why I love the Love Lab. Is that why you love the Love Lab? I think the Love Lab has like some weird hypnotic power. Black it's an mold. alternate universe. It, is what real, it, is. it really is. Yes. It is. Uh, I am ready for Rick and Morty to just like <laughs> the thing goes in the wall and they jump in. They're like, "Hey, here we are." <laughs> that's it. I've heard that's, a lot about this place. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Love a dub dub. Love a dub dub. We're trendy folks. We gotta get out of here, Rick. Oh. It'd be great. Uh, and, oh, geez, and then Rick would teach us some cool shit. And then Szechuan and sauce. then we'd like take Ann Ann's face and have her blow Rick. It'd be great. Wow. I don't know I'm down. You guys are talking I mean, it's about. Rick, yeah. you know? I'd blow him. Yeah. You're going to blow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, Kathy, what's going on with you? I want to hear more about him blowing some dude. <laughs> hey. It's, a cur- it's my private. My private. Yes, you, you, you just, say you, it on the air, huh? You, you just <laughs> nope. very nice. Everybody private. forget what was just said about me blowing dudes. <laughs> Creepy wants to blow Rick. <laughs> Creepy wants to yeah, blow Rick. His portal gun, yeah. yeah. Some alternate universe version of him where he's a chick. Okay. Or a dude. You know what? Fuck it. I'll suck a dick. Yeah. Just what if it's an alternate version where you're the chick? Oh, shit. Ooh. I'd fuck myself. Yeah, I could fuck myself. <laughs> or your Unity. Would you please take Ooh. over oh, the show? Oh, Unity. You want me to take back the show? Please. Should I just start again? The following show is for mature. <laughs> like, should we just abort this beginning? Like, we just can start do that. It's not taped well, You know, I don't think we've... I, we did that once, <laughs> like show one or something like that. I'm I, like, that's fuck right, no. we did. I'm like, <laughs> no, no, you guys are not ready. I remember like 143 <laughs> episodes ago, we are not ready. We're going to do this again. And you guys are all like, yeah. Wow, Boogie's really serious about this shit. <laughs> That's not what we were thinking. We're going to get better. We're going to get better. Just 143, we're talking about chess <laughs> one sauce and blowing dudes. 140, <laughs> we are still fucking dragging. What are you up to, Kathy? I've been in hell. I know you've been in hell. You're usually in hell. Every time I see you, you look like you've been through hell. I've been in hell. What happened? I've been, well, I mean, why don't you tell me what's going on with you? 
Uh, I don't get a lot. I spent the weekend with uh, Creative Explorer. Dick? Mm. Sorry, Dick? Did you get Dick? Yes, I got Dick. Did he put it inside you? He did put it inside me. Mm. Did he go wiki, wiki, wiki <laughs> when he did that? Because chicks dig that. Do they really? Yeah, know? they do. When I don't think they them, do. And they're all like, yeah, and you know, wiki, 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 wiki. <laughs> I would say See, Ann Ann loves it. <laughs> Ann Ann's laughing Anne, at Anne, you. would you like the wiki, wiki, wiki? Yeah, come no. on. Ah, That's not that what wasn't we a no. Hear. That Did wasn't you a notice phone, that though. my two primary relationship girlfriends are just completely ignoring me? Like I don't blame like them. Bunny's just like pulling taffy slime on the in her hands. Not They're a euphemism. And uh, well, okay, Unger rolled in poison oak or something. Some shit. What did you do? So a few months ago, you guys remember I went to a wasteland thing. I'm enjoying the wasteland stuff. I'm trying to fight there. So they had a smaller event. It was camping in Victorville. Okay. Um, it was 14 degrees. Okay. Oh ah. Now, 14 degrees and no wind, I can deal with. I was walking around in a T-shirt. I'm cool. I like right. that. Right. I'm comfy there. 14 degrees and 40 mile an hour winds mm. little, was not little, little fun. Little chilly. Yeah. So <laughs> 40 mile an hour winds in the middle of the day, also fun. Right. Because it was just dirt, dust. You oh couldn't God. see more than 100 feet away. Uh, but sometime during the day, something got on me that was causing these weird, like, rashy blister type things all over my arms and stuff, and I was starting to get itchy and stuff, so... Ghost herpes? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So about midnight, I was like, on Saturday, I was like, or Sunday morning, I guess, at that point, I was like, screw this, I'm going home, because it's an hour and a half drive. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. But, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. A lot of people all wasted out. Wasted. <laughs> the lengths you will go to do your to Just to be thing. nerdy. Yeah. It's it's more than LARPing, because I can actually, like, kill someone in this fighting. Nice! Oh, well, that why is did good. you say so? So it's like Kumite or something, like blood I mean, sport. I mean, it's full armor. Yeah. But, yeah, if you get hit it's an without acc- armor... It's an accident. It's it's an accident, it's, but... <laughs> just call it an accident. Yeah. It, I can break arms. That's good, right? No, you don't want to, Sometimes but Sometimes you just want to agree with Unger. Bunny? What just okay, happened? turn the mic to your face, please. Yeah. What? what? Okay. <laughs> What? What is? What? What did she just do with the slime? She attacked my finger. Did she just put slime on your finger? Yes. Don't do that. He's going to eat it. Oh, my God. He's going to eat it. Swallow it under. Swallow it. Non-toxic. All right. Non-toxic. Yeah. Shaving cream. Hey, I ate freakier stuff to most people on Friday. Oh, my God. With the live octopus. So I didn't eat the live octopus, but tomorrow's with eight raw octopus. It was great. I have a bunny drew an octopus on my leg with a top hat. His name is Marvin. He's fancy. Yeah, he's pretty good. I'm not eating that octopus. No, no, you're not. <laughs> I no. need, I need, I need Marvin and the rest of my leg. Uh, hey, bunny. Hey. How you doing? Turn the mic down a little bit so you can kind of get it in your face. I like it when that something that looks like a penis is in your in your face. Yeah. You've had some uh, had some troubles. Yes. Had some troubles. Would you like to give a brief explanation? You don't have to share any information you don't want to share, um, but. Uh, you you came over and you were in a different headspace. Yes. And uh, and what was that headspace? It was a very <laughs> mental health induced, very low headspace. Yes, you were. Uh, now, uh, what were the reasons for this? Do you want to talk about that or no? Uh, sure. Okay. Um, basically, the the um. I ended up unexpectedly going off of the meds that I usually take to help deal with anxiety. Like your anti-anxiety meds. My anti-anxiety meds. Um, And so you're not supposed to just um, 
go off of those all of a sudden. No. <laughs> um, but due to changing health insurance and stuff like that, it just happened. And so I've been in a very insane just, yeah. <laughs> week. <laughs> and uh, what was exceptional about this is I'm glad you still came up anyway, even though... You had a look on your face that I recognize. And poor Mew. Mew's like, I'm the stable one here. Mew, <laughs> Mew has no stable. mental health issues. She's totally like, I don't understand. But she's fast. Like, from a case study aspect, she loves the two people that she's in a relationship. Because, you know, once she gets into all the psychology stuff, uh, you know, she has some you know personal experience now. Um, but it was, it, I was really glad that you came here. When somebody ha- is having an obvious physiological crisis, it wasn't just that, um, you know, things trigger or make you sad or whatever. This is now a physiological reaction to not being on these meds that you're kind of supposed to wean off of. And now you're having you're in the middle of this episode, which is incredibly irrational. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of uh, when I go in through those types of things, it's very dark. Um, very, dark. <laughs> very overwhelming, basically feeling like you're losing control of your mind. Yes. And Which I said today. Yes. I get that. So our kind of thing is, hey, let's take all the agendas off the table and you just kind of do what you need to do. And we're here and we love you and support you. And I understand from experience that those instances you can't. It's like talking to a drunk. You know, you're in an altered state kind of. You can't really. You can't really go, well, you know what you need. You just need to love yourself, right? <laughs> That's enough to get a knife in the throat. <laughs> um, you can't, you just have to kind of know, hey, this is something physiological. It's going to pass. And you have evidence in your life that says you've been through similar things. It has passed. It's You're just going to have to stick with this shitty part. And, and there's nowhere you can really go. All we can do is try to be comfortable and not put extra stress and re-trigger more stuff. Yes. So, um, so this morning, Bunny felt a little better, and so we could talk a little bit. Uh, and and so we're talking, and she had said uh, to me, "I feel like I, you know, my brain is completely out of control." Is that right? Yeah. Like I feel like I'm not in control. Like I can't. Yeah. What I did with her is something I do with myself is said, I said, okay, first let's, let's do some things. I had her hold up her hand and I said, okay, touch your thumb to your finger. And she did that. And then touch your pinky to your thumb. Okay, great. Now I was like, I don't know what I did. Oh, you then said, you said, okay, so you're, that part of your brain's working. Great. Part of your brain's in so then I made her squinch her face and make a funny face. And so we did that. And I said, okay, your face is working. I had her give me a basic math problem. Okay. Your brain is completely functioning. Uh, in reasoning, I said, I even said a scenario. I said, okay, you're in charge of some kids, like you're a teacher or something like that. And two kids are, have sticks and they're beating flowers with the sticks. You are the teacher. What do you do? And she's like, take the sticks from the kids. I go, great. You now have logic and reasoning. Your brain is working just fine. You have compassion for the flowers because you don't want them to, you know, ruin the flowers. So, um, so your brain is completely working except for that <laughs> one little motherfucking piece that is straight up fucking batshit kooky muffins. And she started laughing because, you know, <laughs> she gets it, right? Yeah. So, so the idea at that point is to show, hey, you know what? 
This isn't overwhelming. Your whole mind is amazing and working. This is one part of your brain that's out of control, and we need to now figure out how to make that part not be in charge right now. We're not going to let that part drive the bus because that part's insane. Yes. We're going to let some other part of my brain Uh, drive the bus. So we started (laughs) talking about things that she really likes and things that are good reward systems in her, things that she enjoys, things that are like some of her favorite things. And one of her favorite things is? Mint chocolate chip ice cream. Mint Mm -hmm. chocolate chip ice cream. So I said, hey, why don't we put mint chocolate chip ice cream in the driver's seat of the bus. You can't stop, and I've talked about this on the show a lot, you can't put the crazy off the bus because it's part of you. You're not going to get rid of it. You can sit it by the emergency exit and hope that it fucking runs out and disappears forever, but it's just not. So, But what you can do is say, hey, you're on the bus, but you don't get to drive. You don't get to drive this bus. And today you don't get to drive this bus. Why? Because mint chocolate chip's driving the bus. And mint, oh. cho- and mint chocolate chip is is mellow. Very chill. Very chill. Very hot, get it? Intense. Just a cool character to ride the bus. So we went to the store and got her some mint chip ice cream and got her a pint. And, of course, it has the picture of the, uh, you know, the pint on top. And so she ate the ice cream because, you know, it, it, it helped. And this whole time, Mew is being amazingly supportive and just giving distance where the distance needs to happen and just going, you know, are you feeling better? Can I touch you now? Um, you know, because there is some detachment. You know, sometimes when you're... I don't know. Have you ever been crazy, Kathy? And then someone's oh, like, yeah. let me just give you a fucking hug. And you're like, ah, oh, no, 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 don't, don't, yeah. this is yes. a bad time to mm. yes. And extremely mentally stable Mew doesn't understand that. She's like, when I feel bad, I need a hug. <laughs> and so, so, but she got it and she gave great space. And so mm. I said, Hey, why not after you eat the ice cream, uh, we take off the lid, you know, cause it's in a circle. And I said, why don't we laminate it and make a medallion out of it? And you can wear it around your neck, and that's your reminder of who's driving the bus today. So that is why you guys have been asking yep. why. And on the back, she wrote with a Sharpie. She said, I drive the bus, yep. and it's the mint chip. So this is one thing. It was actually extremely helpful for me. <laughs> that was like, I told him, I was like, that was the best, like, impromptu therapy session that I've, like, in crisis, I feel like, that I've had. It, so I don't know. If, if you ever feel like that, I, I would suggest thinking about maybe let a different part of you drive the bus. I think so. Can. I think so. I, uh, Bravo. I, of course. So it Bravo. worked out really good, and now it just looks cool. <laughs> like literally because look at it it's just like that's a medal that's the lid of an ice cream and it's laminated cut in a circle yeah. she braided a little thing it looks cool and i'm telling you i go that's a thing now if she could walk anywhere and some people would be like what the fuck is that and other people would be like that is so amazing because ice cream is amazing i'm stealing it like like why a thing that i'm gonna be doing like why so now muse like well i want some you know what is it the you like strawberry vanilla bean Stuff like that. So we're going to get her and we're all going to have our medallions. I have to have a mango because, you know, I'm on a diet. I can't eat ice cream. A mango medallion. mangoes are really chill. Yeah. (laughs) Mangoes don't give a fuck about anything. So that was kind of the impromptu host topic because it was really important. and, and, And those types of things do help you when you're in that tragic state is you just have to let something else drive the bus while you're leveling out your chemicals and stuff. And hopefully she'll get her. Her stuff back and yeah, and then that's uh that's that. That life helps you deal with mental herpes. Let's 
put a logic condom on our brain. Now we're better protected from a king-shaming world. For your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we talk about has specifically granted us permission to do so. This is going to be good. It is going to be good. This is by Betty Cross. Mm. And she wrote, why bother learning when you bought them? Why bother learning when you bought them? Why? You're know. just laying there. Exactly. You're just letting someone else do some you stuff do to you. Thank you you do just you work. don't. You're just a sack of potatoes. Exactly. Why would I need to learn anything, Kathy? Well, she says, I've been asked why I bother going to classes when I predominantly take a bottom role. I want to be a safe player. And you need to fill your head with everything you can. You need to be self-aware and know what is going on. The more knowledge I have, the better armed I am. It helps me spot red flags that I would not have noticed before. Google is great, but it isn't everything. I'm a big believer in knowledge is power, and I may not be physically strong, but I know a lot more now than I did when I started out, and that gives me strength. Yeah, knowledge is power. You go, girl. Betty Cross. Because we know that rack is basically bullshit. Let's take all those traditions and let's fuck them. Let, well, this is this was the angle I took. Can you explain she, to the listeners what she rack said, is? Well, first of all, rack is, um, and and rack isn't bullshit. But I just wanted to say that and say some <laughs> fucking people go fuck that. What the fuck are you talking about? Man, I say fuck uh, it too. Um, but rack is uh, rack. What is it called? An acronym? Yeah. Okay, so we have some acronyms in our lifestyle that hopefully will inspire a conversation. And so we throw these out. They're not meant to solve anything. They are meant to start a conversation. So one of the things we teach people is RAC, Risk Aware Consensual Kink. We also have the oldie but goodie, safer, sane, and consensual. And then there's like prick and three C's, four C's, and you know a bunch of things. And they're just kind of tools. But RAC is something that a lot of people preach in the BDSM lifestyle. Risk Aware consensual kink that means you are risk aware you have taken on the understanding of what are the risks of the things you are going to do both physically and psychologically what are the things that can happen and then after you get that information you are now going to be able to make a sober educated decision about whether or not you want to do these things you have taken in the risk risk aware consensual kink it is a fantastic concept it is one of the the better teaching tools that that we use and in general a lot of people talk about it but they're full of shit yeah because most people do not go over every single risk that there is you can't. when you're going to play with somebody there's no way you're going you're not going to sit down i can't tell you how many play scenes i mean where you'll do a general thing like is it okay if i touch your boobs you know is it you know what's okay what do you like what do you not what do you not you don't get into the well i'm going to spank you there is a likelihood that there's going to be this type of i mean you may say can you have marks you know that's yeah. that's pretty normal in negotiation but you're not going to say hey do you you know uh, you could break your tailbone, you could do this, you know, something, you could get some sort of weird infection from a garden gnome dry humping your leg, you know, whatever, you know, okay, we're going to do fire play. Here's the types of burns you can get. Oh, we're going to do electrical play. You can do, you know, you don't go through every single credible risk that all of these things, and that doesn't, and not to mention the psychological risks. Yeah. A lot of people talk about rack, but we're very, very vague when we actually go into these negotiating of play scenes. Now then, of course, if you've been playing with someone or you have a partner, you're learning things with each other. Hopefully, you are going to classes together and so forth. Why this post was so good. 
why this post got me so fired up is because this is like hey, what is it Unger Unger yes Prick is personal personal responsibility in consensual kink in consensual kink okay personal responsibility consensual kink I like that as well because of the fact that you're not always going to learn everything from your partner yeah. you're t- especially if you're bottoming and and the top is not always going to sit down with this giant list of all of the possible risks because there's a lot of risks, a lot of different kinds of risks that you know, and we don't know all of them. So you taking personal responsibility for yourself and you going to those classes and you learning about the risks and doing your extra research. And yes, Google isn't everything, but you can do a lot of research online as well as going to classes if you have classes in your community. So I like this post because this person is being proactive about taking care of themselves. And that doesn't mean that all tops shouldn't be more motivated to do more, to express more of the risks when you play with people, especially new people. Um, But it's just a lot of people preach it and then you kind of half-ass it. Uh, Well, like I said, you can't be... uh you can't be someone who knows everything. Um, one of my favorite sayings is, a wise man knows that he knows nothing. So even if you have, you know, 60 years in this community, if it's not like, you know, just being there, and if it's not like a real world, you know, being at parties and, and spanking butts and fucking sluts, then your experience is kind of, kind of just there. And I think... Uh, and I think <laughs> what in the what are you world? doing? Mew just just put her butthole in the air to distract. Okay, Creepy's making a point. I forgot. Uh, Why would stupid. he would care about his point with yeah, that, that to look at? That's why I stopped. Um, no, that was thank you. Thank you, Mew. I was, I was try to try I don't to know make, where I was. No. Try to make those butthole shows come like in. not in the middle of somebody. No, come cool. back, come back. I was going in a wrong Aww, direction. You shamed I was, her. I was going in a wrong direction. And uh, what I'm saying is, is that um, you really learning for both the top and the bottom side is something that's going to prepare you for those assholes. Um, getting out there and 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 watching what other people do as a bottom as well as as a top will definitely uh, you know build your arsenal and get you to a point in your kink life where you can actually uh, really be risk aware. Um, I've always said that risk aware is kind of stupid because you can't prepare for everything. There's no mm-hmm. way that in a scene that I prepare that I can think of everything, and and sometimes it's a little bit difficult to. Uh, to even negotiate those kind of things because it's just like, well, I forgot about this. So, you know, do I stop the scene and say, oh, by the way, this this bruise that I left could form into a blood clot and kill you instantly. <laughs> like, forgot to mention that That'd part. That'd be a great scene, by the way. <laughs> oh, by the way, you can die from this. So, you know, in general. But, you know, anything could really. Electrical play, you get too close to the heart or something and you're dead like that. So... Building your arsenal. I like that. Thank because you. Because that's what you've got to do. You, you're you not going to learn everything. Nope. You're not going to be prepared for everything. But my God, why wouldn't you arm yourself with as much knowledge, uh, knowledge as you can? Because that's going to make your chances a lot better. 
that when shit goes wrong, because it will go wrong, mm. you'll be able to come out of it relatively safe. Right. Yeah. Or at least as safe as possible. I exactly. Mean, I mean, there, there's there's no nothing perfect uh, in life and certainly not in this lifestyle. And, and shit's going to go wrong no matter I'm, how I'm much perfect. you try. No, I I'm a therapist. You're no. perfect. You're oh, the rapist. I, am I guess I'm the only, the only imperfect person with a mic today. We'll still let you sit among <laughs> us. Thank you so much. I, I will. It. Another great thing to do is ask the top. Ask them stuff. What are the risks? I mean, that's a great way. Because, yeah. you know, once again, most of perverted podcast is in places that don't have readily available classes. You're and right. Things. So... How do you know that your top knows what they're doing? What if you don't have the opportunity to see them play first? How does that work? Well, that's part of the risk. You would ask them questions that um, you feel would be part of what you want to know about the scene. Mm. Why, if if something and it and it and it goes with everything in life. If something doesn't sound right, it probably isn't. If the top's like. Oh, uh, well, you know, uh, uh, and just, you know, yeah, yeah. Know it, then there's something wrong. But if Top's like, oh, well, I'm going to spank you and this type of the crop is going to leave a line on you and probably a small bruise. But, you know, this is I don't it. Think and be, how do you, you know? Yeah. yeah so you with, with that, um, ask, asking questions is going to get you in a more. And you have the place. right to ask questions. Absolutely. You have the right to ask questions as a top. It's, 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 this goes both ways. Hey, do you have blood problems? And that goes into the negotiation and the health stuff. Yes, Kathy, what were you going to say? I have something to say. Okay. Uh, because all of that sounds fabulous and actually Probably is won't do it, but you know. 100% true. But as a bottom, you have to acknowledge the fact that no matter how uh, smart all that shit sounds, it feels counterintuitive to tell your top, you're doing that wrong. I want to stop. I'm jumping off the table now. It doesn't sound like you know what you're doing. It is hard to do. I, I mean, Creepy, you don't bottom, do you? I have. Um, but I have I think I've been in a scene um, with my ex-wife where I wasn't comfortable. It didn't feel good. I didn't like it. But I didn't want the shit that came with the after effect of saying, I don't want this anymore. Now, if something bothers me, even as a top, and I'm just like, I can't do this. This isn't working. I don't want this. And I'll deal with the repercussions because, sure. A, if I'm in, I am putting more risk on my bottom by being in a, in a bad headspace and, and causing an issue, even if it's my own, that uh, it's my fucking scene, first of all, too, is if I need to end it, I'm going to end it. And, and that will uh, at least you know negate some of the risk versus you know just going through with it i think that you you need to find your voice in this this lifestyle too you can be timid and shy and play that that you know stereotypical bottom i suppose it would be or submissive where you do what you want to me because that's what gets me off i think that's a little bit dangerous and if you have just at least I don't know, a, a square of what you want and you fill that square with your your knowledge, you'll be at least a little bit better with. I think uh, last week when we did no training, this is that type of thing. Yeah. Um, mm. if, if you really, you have to be willing to disappoint someone. You have to be willing to go through that. Disappointment's a feeling. You're yeah. not going to avoid it. It's just, But it's just a feeling. It has nothing beyond the feeling if you don't put more into it. It's just when, uh, you know, uh, when I play with my girls and they're like, I don't like that. 
And okay, that's a butt hurt. That's a disappointment. But what am I going to do? You know, shit my pants and go run away and and scream and bang. I could, yeah. You know, or do I just say, okay, well, I'm butt hurt and and let that go. And as a bottom, it's really important for you to be able to understand that the world's not going to end. And no, and you, I don't know. We talked a lot about this last week, but absolutely, this is this is this is something where your power is important otherwise you really have to question whether or not you're ready to to do these types of activities or you'll learn or you'll learn you'll learn the hard way and Mm -hmm. that that's absolutely true but i i just think that i mean this might be sound completely ridiculous for me to say but if you're a bottom and i think that you just have to prepare yourself for the for the fact that there will come a time probably sooner than you think when a scene will get away from you and you will opt not to say anything. And you'll mm. kick yourself in the ass when it's done. Yep. And you'll say, why did I do that? That's not who I am. But you'll you'll have done it anyway. And then you just have to pick yourself up, learn from that, and hopefully not do it the same way the next time. Or it's going to happen. No training. No training. <laughs> yes. So you can preemptively Listen, be prepared to say no. Find somebody you trust. Find someone who's not going to laugh at you. Someone who's got your back. And fucking practice saying no absolutely and imagine someone standing someone you admire if it's look if you're a woman and somebody some dude is going to top you and this is someone you're attracted to and you've been wanting to play with for a long time you're going to find be hard pressed to say no sure. or red or i need to stop this scene. i know people that have i know tops that have done red training obviously i, I like <laughs> to do no training um to where it's just you're just get practice saying red and so you just you know like touch them with a feather or just i mean it's the idea isn't to really get them there but just anything that trains you to be ready to say stop this isn't right this isn't right for me i know you talked about it last week but can i ask do you in that training act disappointed when oh, you're I like that yeah because my my wife has I would this s- problem yeah. she doesn't know how to say no and it's gotten kind of the point where it's upsetting me where she's like, oh, I just let these things happen because I didn't want to say no. I didn't want to disappoint him. I didn't want the embarrassment or any of this other shit. And I'm just like, fuck him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who gives a shit if he's butthurt? That's not your responsibility. Your responsibility is yourself and then to an extent me as well. And I her. So I, I, I said, you know, you need to learn to be able to say no and accept the consequences that come with that no. So I'm wondering if if you're doing that training and you you touch her and she's like no or red do you go like fuck I would say that's an absolutely fantastic idea. I would definitely say that's like no training 301. Yes. Okay, that's exactly. a little bit I I would say because no training it's something you you train uh, multiple times but that's absolutely a great point. I hadn't even considered adding that because i was kind of teaching the beginner level and the beginner level is just to get used to saying no so but absolutely as you work up you would work up a role play where you actually act disappointed absolutely that would i think that would be beneficial yeah okay well that's what that's the first thing i thought of yeah because absolutely you know, that's what i do this is good stuff good post this is good stuff god right. damn it get that hunger yes and and did you want to say something you're just sitting there being cute all right <laughs> I'm down. I trust it. 
Now, Mew, can we please show your butthole? Yes, now we want to see you again. <laughs> it was just That's in the middle so of a... Ah, you know, uh, thank you. Elbows on the table, butt in the That's air. True. That's adorable. Oh, there's a... And a little, that sp- little, little a vaginal little, spread. She's getting, she's getting little, ready. There's some penetration. See, see, the, see the slime uh, condom is like tentacle porn. Uh, and uh, it's isn't it in here? Oh, you guys are took we, it? No, I brought it in here. Yeah. Oh. yeah okay, we're not going to do that now. We're well, going to save that. Fine. But the, you will, no, we're, we have this rest of show to do. Yeah. Look, Bunny <laughs> just looks so butter. <laughs> Remember that disappointment that we talked about? You're just going to let that pass so you can then look forward to putting it in uh, something in her that reminds her of a, a bumpy tentacle. Okay. Unger. Yes, Boogie. <laughs> What's going on in our lovely chat room? So, oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> what craziness. It's crazy because of so much chat. Uh, we're talking about how craisins are actually really good. and, <laughs> and They are. You fucking wild man. <laughs> fucking craisins <laughs> in a BDSM chat room. <laughs> Fuck, man. You guys blow my mind. It's a topic. It's one of the things that we're talking about. We're talking about the topic we are just talking about, about, you know, going to classes and stuff and, right. and how it's important and all that good stuff. Right. Um, you know, aftercare and people who do it and don't do it. Fucking craisins. That's a cranberry and a raisin, Kathy. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What about about craisins as aftercare? (gasps) Oh, my God. Actually, I wouldn't mind craisins for aftercare. What about craisins in your urethra? Oh, shit. Hey, now you're going to. No, that's good for UTIs. Oh, that's the line. That's good for UTIs. That's the line. What? UTIs? Yeah, uh, cranberry Not if you hold your breath and shoot it out real fast. Oh, my God. Pew! Pew! Craisins. And and we're talking about cards against humanity while driving. That's. I'm going to say... Is that Akatan? Is she she fucking (laughs) driving and texting again? Not at the moment. Oh, my God. She better pull over. God damn it. People die like that. Yeah, we know. <sighs> I've talked to her about that many times. Sometimes love is less than nice. You may need some fucking advice right now. Right fucking now. You may need some fucking advice. Right now. You guys are getting so aggressive. I want it. Right now. <laughs> All right. This Jazz is from it. the chameleon. Ooh. Ooh. I can't. I can't hear the word chameleon and think mystery because every time I hear chameleon, I make the little chameleon mittens <laughs> and I just start walking on things and I turn my head to the side and I try to make my eye roll like a real chameleon I because think it is an awesome fucking reptile. I think of an androgynous male from the eighties. What? Karma, 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 chameleon. Uh, is, it, is that chameleon or karma chameleon? Karma chameleon. Car- hey. It's a karma. Okay, <laughs> go. I don't even know where you guys. That was boy George. Boy George. Yes. Watch the documentary on him. He's no very fascinating, past. young man. Oh, uh, chameleon says uh, I'm only 18, and that means that finding kink events that are welcome to under 21 is really difficult. I was wondering if either you or the other listeners have any tips for what I refer to as kinky underage to get more into the lifestyle. And her, she has a, a follow-up. She says also if all your kinky friends are female. Would going as a group of females to an unknown club be as dangerous as going alone, or should we definitely find a male to go with us? 
Okay. For well, <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, uh, that depends on the man because, uh, you know, not all men are great bodyguards. Absolutely. Um, take friends with yes, you. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's there, funner. It is. Uh, <laughs> it's funner. Get yeah. <laughs> a lot crazy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Crazins are funner. Oh, fucking crazy. But let me say, uh, make sure. That the friends who are going with you are going to have your back and are not going to go, oh, my God, that's so cool. I'm going to go do that. Yeah, See you but, later. Because girls can tend to do that if they like, find like when something <laughs> cool. <laughs> Muse just like, yeah. Yep. When we bring them back to the love lab, like they, aban- spider. they abandon their friends. And then Unger yeah. starts yelling at me at 2 in the morning. <laughs> Boogie. Their friend is sitting here in the lobby oh. <laughs> looking very confused. See, I'm all, you didn't tell him where you were going, did you? Don't bring I'm that type asshole. of I'm friend. I'm working on that. Okay, hey, listen, yeah. you got to talk about it beforehand. you got to know that this group is, you're going there for safety, and that kind of shit is, and that, that yeah. is a definite something you do not do when you're going with friends to a club. And the, the point of it is to be safe. And surely, depending on what type of club, are you going to an actual club club where there's drinking and, you know, music and whatever, and and... I was amazed when I saw this. I was so perplexed for a minute because I'm like, wait, she's 18. That's that's why. Why? And then I forgot oh, a lot. person. A <laughs> lot. Because at Threshold, our, our parties are all 18 and over because we don't allow alcohol. alcohol. Exactly. So that just makes sense. Well, that's you're of legal age. Then you, you should be able to come in. And it's just so amazing that I forgot that so many dungeons feel that they can't have uh, a party Unless they have alcohol mm-hmm. and whatever, not going to judge. You know, some people like to drink, some people don't. Whatever, um, I don't support it because inebriated play is not, not is not it's not safe. And uh, when people are drunk at a place, uh, you're it's just a matter of when you're going to see mm-hmm. consent violations and grabbing and things like that. Alcohol, does. you're going to see it no matter what. You're just going to see it more with alcohol. But um, so that really kind of threw me that I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess in this person's area, there's no uh, there's no party that doesn't uh, serve or. But I think there's also some groups that are just like we don't want 18 year olds here. (laughs) They're ageists. Um, But so I don't really have a lot of answers. I mean, do you you I mean, unless you want to start your own event, I can say search for TNG groups. If they have um, them in your area, have, yeah, that's next generation, five, yeah, yeah. Um, ages. Um, I would suggest maybe an age play group. Perhaps would be more. Yeah, inclined. but if that's not if that's not your kink, then if mm. you're looking for just a BDSM, I mean, soap does BDSM yeah, and all sorts of different things. Yeah, we're more. But if people aren't I- I- into the age play thing, then then they're going to be somewhere where they're not yeah, not comfortable. I, yeah, um, that's tough. You might have to just fucking wait, man, because yeah, I mean, it's the, the only thing in your area that's just the lay of I the I mean, land. she has a relationship. Obviously, if you have friends and you want to explore, then then you guys can have your own yeah, kind of private party. If you know somebody that's, you know, that understands BDSM and kink, maybe you can have like a little demo. Go to the munches. Uh, yeah, go to the If there's a munch in your area, you know, go to those and see if there's any private... Uh, things they're always do. Is, there's, and if you're going yeah. to a private event, you better down. Then bring your friends. Your bring friends your friends. You. Know who the host is. Ask questions before you go. What is this? What is my safety? Mm. How do I take care of myself? How do you take care of your guests? Uh, all of those types of things. But it is hard when you're in a community and and you can't get into the party because you know you're not 
you're not the right age. Yeah, but, rough. Um, yeah. And it's tough for to tell somebody who's 18 or 19, start your own party. Well, then I don't even know what the fuck they're well, doing. Well, I mean, I'm not even saying, like, start a party, but if you have a group of friends and you guys are all kind of interested in the BDSM thing, and then you have some other friends that, I mean, that's pretty, pretty much what we do in the Love Lab. Yeah. People want to try things and whatever, and they're curious. And so, well, we have some toys. We have a lot of toys here. Um, and we have some understanding of how they work. And then you just kind of meet at someone's house. And even if there's just like four or five of you. and per- you, you Yeah, particularly if you are going to munches or classes and you act and you get to know people. Yeah. And you get to trusting people. There's nothing wrong in saying to somebody, an instructor or some uh, someone in leadership position whom you trust. Hey, a bunch of friends uh, and of mine, we want to learn about this. How would you feel about coming to so-and-so's house and teaching us? There's 10 of us. Right. Um, and, and, you know, if you feel s- safer with a woman, a- absolutely sure, go sure, that route. Yeah. Uh, you're going to have to get creative. Yeah. You're going to have to get creative and, and look maybe even outside your area because maybe this is something you, you might find something that's an hour or two hours drive away and you can plan it once every couple of months. You and all sure. your Yeah, we have people, we you. have people drive every month, you know, two, three times a month to threshold and they're coming from 60, 80 miles away. Yeah, San Diego. Yeah. Or we have people that, yeah. that make the drive. You're not going to be able to go out every week unless you're just a whore for driving, but it is worth it. It is worth it once a month to go to a place and, and drive the 200 miles. And, you know, some people will, they'll get a group together and then they'll all get like 20 bucks together each. And then they'll get a motel so they can stay the night and yeah. not have to drive, you know, the long drive. There's the, it, it, You really do have to be creative. Yeah, it, but it, no, there's no lying. That's going to be tough for you. Now, what do you think about the whole uh, bring my friends versus a guy? Well, once again, um, any... A, a guy, I'm, you know, I'm just gonna say it honest. When a girl comes in with a guy, there is kind of a, a like, oh, she's with him, you know, and just, and that's that het normative thinking, whatever, um, that you're like, okay, well, you know, for the most part, you're like, okay, they're a couple, you just kind of scratch them off. But when like a bunch of girls come in, you're like, ah, oh, great, open I, season, you know, boys, yeah, <laughs> let's start chumming the waters, let's get some cranberries. <laughs> let in me them. put that flogger on my belt and just walk right by and let it. You I know, am just also uh, wearing a kilt, uh, a utility <laughs> kilt. That's, that's right. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, as Full long as you craisins. have a group, and uh, I would always say a group. I would say yeah. a don't. And even if you're a guy, I would say, because you don't know what event you're going to walk into. Just do your prep work, find out where you're going, and go in a group if you can. Yeah. yeah. Hope that helps, uh, Camille. <sighs> That's right. Let's get to some shit. If you're going to play in public, yes, there is a way. Dungeon etiquette will be expected from you. Perverted Podcast will teach you how not to be a douche. Eh. Oldie but a goodie. What do you mean, eh? What the hell is Judgy piece of shit. I'll still be a douche. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you will. (laughs) How to not be a douche. Yeah, especially in this topic. Mm. I love how This is Creepy's topic. Creepy Red. Shit. Our topic is overzealous voyeur and exhibitionist, and he's... (laughs) And he's like, aww. He's all, yeah. (laughs) He's all, aww. I'm an overzealous uh, voyeur. So are you going to... How can you not be somewhat a little creepy looking... If you are a voyeur, it's kind of part of the thing. I'm a huge voyeur, and I just sit there slobbering over some people. That's got to be weird to turn around when you're you're playing and seeing that. You're (laughs) overemphasizing your slobber. (laughs) Thank you for not pointing at me. (laughs) Seeing that. (laughs) 
Actually, Kathy is slobbering on Creepy while they're both slobbering together oh, over uh, the things that are slobbering going there's on. There's just, uh, just endless, endless slobbering. Um, I think there's a lot uh, that you can do about this because this is, this is a problem. This is a problem in any dungeon. But let's and let's draw the line between what is normal voyeurism that that is going to be a little bit creepy once, versus you're just really going over the top and you're actually crossing some lines. I think when you fucking stick your hands in your pants, that's, that's when crossing it's, the line. Okay, that's hang on. Line. So this is this is where I'm going to come from. I want to start from for me. I'm going to start from the big, and then we go down to the little. Okay. Because you know Fine. what? There are big voyeur parties where guys are encouraged to walk into play scenes and start jerking off on people. That's mm. one type of party. Yes. That is one type and then of party. That's perfectly acceptable. And that is, but that is the parameters of that party. That it is okay for you to be a voyeur, for you to enter into people's play scenes, for you to become a part of their play scene. It's more of a orgy sex party. You still have to ask permission before you touch them. Oh, okay, um, but you can but, just but you can just stand around and, and jerk off. That is a type of party, and if that is the party you're going to, and the rules are established. Then that is fine in that party. Where is this party? Uh, there's there's <laughs> oh, lots of them. Here. <laughs> there's lots of them. It's I around. Go. Yes. But then there is the next level of party, which we would call like around the threshold uh, level of party. That it is open play, and you have lots of different people playing in different ways, and you are not allowed to approach. Uh, their play scene. You can watch from a respectful distance. You are not allowed to ask to be involved it, once their scene has started, um, and you're not allowed to interrupt them through aftercare. Those are considered bad dungeon etiquette. Mm. Um, and that's how we do things uh, at our threshold-sponsored uh, events. So if you're going to a party, you first have to know what you want and what you don't want. Know your party. Yeah. Know the party you're going to. Yeah. If you don't want to be in a a voyeur situation where uh, people are walking in and jerking off, standing around you while you're playing with someone, you should find out, is this the type of party? Talk to the party host. Talk, look at whatever the rules are online, contact people and say, what are the things? If this is something you don't want... This is something some people do. What do you do about voyeurs? It is a great question to ask. How do you handle voyeurs? Is it okay to watch? How close can I be when I watch? Can I masturbate when I watch? You know, these are questions that you need to ask before you go into that party. Because you can't go into an established party that has established rules and start bitching and whining because you don't like how it's going on. You're going there. You're responsible to find out <laughs> what they're not going to change their rules. That they're not going to change it. their rules because... Me, I've yeah. tried. So let's talk about the more, like, the threshold type of places because there are quite a lot of those right. across the country who, who have the same kind of rules where you're supposed to respect people's boundaries. There is an invisible... Uh, area around a play scene. You want to give like five, ten feet, yeah. you know. Well, a, right. a respectable common sense distance because some you, of there's rooms you can't say you common can. sense. You have to say five to ten feet. Mm. There is no common sense. Hmm. I'm okay. just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just that's, saying. That's it, true. Because One someone's going to say, for me, common sense is six inches away from you. Right. That just makes sense. I'm not okay. touching you. Yeah, that's true. No but matter how far away, you're not supposed to interact with them because right. they're in their bubble. You're uh, not supposed in, to say anything. You're not supposed to speak so loudly that you interrupt their scene. Right. Which, yeah. you know, is all well and good, but here at Threshold, sometimes the parties get so crazy and crowded. They do get loud. Yeah. 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 But uh, as far as being a voyeur and, you know, 
at Threshold, you are allowed to watch. But I think what we really try to, the message we try to put off to people is because a lot of voyeurs, and I've I've had voyeurs complain, you know, this used to be more of a voyeur club, and, and we used to be able to stand and watch and whatever. And I, and, and I would counter with, you know, that's incredibly uh, about you, and I'm very glad that this is all about you, and that everyone in this dungeon should be about your experience. Um, but that's not... Whoa, how sarcasm. We, that's oh, not okay. how we run threshold. That's um, Boogie's main. Yeah, that's no. I get one well, now when someone's being a complete asshole and tell why can't I walk into a room and sit down with somebody and and interrupt their play scene and they're going on and on. I'm going to start being a, a dick. Um, now I lost my point. God damn it! Sorry about what was I saying? It's <laughs> when the guy shows up and starts. It's all saying, about him. It's yeah. all about him. Yeah, I lost it. Fuck okay, shit. Sorry. Fuck. God damn it. God, she didn't even show her asshole. I know. <laughs> well, I'll get I, it. as a voyeur, as someone who gets off more watching something than actually doing it, oh, I, got my point. I, can, <laughs> I can say that uh, I've never met an, uh, uh, a well-mannered voyeur that didn't know those rules, didn't know that line, and were able to at least tow it for the most part. I think... I think to be a good voyeur, you'll know. If you're a bad voyeur, you'll know. You'll know. <laughs> They'll let you. You'll know. Okay, my point was that I finished the conversation with uh, some of the people that have complained. Is most people in this dungeon absolutely are not here because they are exhibitionists? They're here because this is the only safe place that they can play that has equipment that they are not going to be found out by their family or their neighbors. Or where they are. Mm. They are here. They are pushing themselves to play in public. A lot of people have to get used to playing in front of other people because they want to play in a dungeon, not because they are exhibitionists. Mm. So when we have our pride, we have the smaller rooms, no doors are allowed to be closed. There's kind of an unwritten law that that is kind of like an assumed semi private uh, situation. In the main room where there's couches and stuff like that and there's multiple PlayStations, absolutely. Sit on the couch. Watch all night. Don't fucking jerk it. Just watch. Kathy, don't fucking jerk it. Why look at me? I didn't do anything. Well, you start with the slobber and now you're lubed and, you know, next thing you know. Now then, if you're invited into the play scene, by all means, if there's masturbation in the play scene, you can masturbate. But everyone didn't come and that's where people really get really turn into dicks because they're like everyone is here to entertain me no that is not true you have a right to watch but you do not have a right to impose your desires on other people and people that don't want you hanging around them or leaning into the room or breathing on them while they play you don't have that right here i agree and and as a voyeur every thing that i see i consider a gift they're giving me a gift of time, of personal intimacy, and for the length of that time, I appreciate what they've given me. Whether it be listening to them fuck through a hotel wall, <laughs> or you know, walking by. Oh God. All right, that's different. Right. Calm down. You can Corey. jerk off then because there's a <laughs> right. wall between. I get you. it, but it's you know, <laughs> and they, you know, but what I'm saying is, is that uh, you know, enjoy that gift, take it home, jerk off at home. That's your thing. That's that's fine. Unless you are at a party where it is geared for exhibitionists, yeah. 
who are uh, they are going there a lot uh, uh you know there's certain kind of these parties you just call them i don't know sex parties not swingers parties because those run differently but some of those are, are very exhibitionist exhibitionist <laughs> i don't even know but know where your party is. Let's move to exhibitionists now. Yes, mm. let's. Because overzealous exhibitionists. Overzealous exhibitionists actually kind of suck because it's the same thing. They are now assuming that every person in that dungeon is there to be a voyeur of their scene because they get off on the reaction that other people have. Oh, when they do snarfing? Yeah, when you got snarf snarf going, when you're uh, screaming so loud. Well, and yeah, and some, you know, and there's a lot of different reasons for for noises and stuff like that. And mm. we, I think we've talked about um, when it's appropriate to have a lot of noise and when it's not. Uh, someone's private party in their neighborhood, you better put a fucking gag in, yeah, because um, you're going to end <laughs> their party. We talk about that in the how to start a private party segment in uh, pervertedpodcast.com. Ooh, hey. Uh, and but yeah, I mean, there's people. Who and I've seen it where they will literally string up the bottom will have themselves strung up by the top in the direct pathway of everyone walking through the dungeon so that it's like they'll just look at me look at me I'm now in your way you have to look at me you have to look at me all the way down the hall and you have to you have to acknowledge me being naked and having things put inside of me and that is really shitty behavior too. I know unless like that. unless yeah. unless you're at a party where it is an exhibitionism voyeur party, but it's not my fault that the 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 uh, hooking point was right in front of the path. I mean, it is true, right and we're there. supposed to. I I keep saying we have to move that. You cannot <laughs> put that down. And that's I'm not talking about when there's no other PlayStations, and so someone's like, "Well, I want to play here," and there's you know that's yeah. fine. <laughs> but I'm talking about a dead night, and I've seen it multiple times. Dead night. I want that ring. I want that ring because now everyone has to look at me. And there's plenty of space in the main room where people can watch, you know, from any other angle. You do not have to force yourself into other people. I think it's rude. <laughs> what? Yeah, uh. <laughs> no, I agree. But sometimes these people are doing it. They, they're putting on a show. That's what being an exhibitionist is. Sure. And there's a lot of people. And that's like the perfect marriage between the voyeur and the exhibitionist. Everybody's happy. Uh, I get to watch it. They get to perform for me, and it's all good. But um, I have to say, I'm more. I, I see more uh, overzealous voyeurs than I do overzealous. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Most people aren't. That's why. That's why I said most people are not entirely exhibition. And I have scenes that I have with my girls and with partners um, that it's very playful and very showy. Um, and that's fine, but most of the time, I'm like, I really, I'm, I really don't want to jerk off the voyeurs. I really want to just connect with my partners. Yeah. And I, you know, I don't have this piece of equipment in the love lab. You selfish motherfucker! It's true. <laughs> you can watch. Just stay and don't walk into the goddamn room. Don't walk so into find the out, room. Find out what party you're going to, yeah. and uh, and and if you're, uh, we we didn't even talk about the loud part too much, but that's fine. Okay, this is it. You ready for this? I'm ready. This is sometimes on perverted podcasts. How are we doing on top? I don't know. Okay, we're we're gonna do this anyway. Okay, because it's it's a segment that needs to be done because sometimes we're gonna break history. Oh, we're gonna actually break history. I'm glad to be here right now. Not just perverted podcast history. We're going to actually break the cycle of history, and everyone who listens is going to be enlightened. 
When I was a kid, we didn't talk about sex. That is why you're so fucked up. The vagina is evil and makes God sad. That is why the next generation is so fucked up. Okay, this is probably only going to happen once. That's that is that is in the world, folks. That <laughs> that is that has else. been produced. That is why you're so fucked up. This is why. Kathy and I. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes yeah. Kathy and I have a. I guess I was little little, little, little conversation, and uh, and and you know, part of what we're talking about is like, how did you know, how did we get here sexually in our culture? You know, what did we get here sexually like? There had to be a sequence of events that happened. We didn't just all become sexually repressed and non-communicative and guilt-ridden and shame about our bodies and stuff. That had to kind of happen. And that cycle had to, you know, not be broken enough times to where it happened. And when I first started the show uh, with Kathy and, uh, you know, and Fee and Abyss, um, I got all these books you know, and I got all these books and I wanted to see, you know, you know, because I wanted to be educated. I've read like, you know, maybe fucking three percent of them, you know, since starting the show because I suck. Um, but I'm getting better. But there was one book that I got. Uh, and it's quite it, a book. It's a special book. And and I literally just opened this book, got it off eBay. It's 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 old. It's a really old book. And. The first thing I saw made me close the book. I put a piece of paper there. <laughs> I closed the book and I said, that's why. This is why. This is evidence as to why that cycle of shitty information kept going. And I'm going to finally read it after two, almost three years. What is this book? This book is called The New Eugenics. Oh, yeah. 1936. This was from medical counselor. This was an uh, actual curriculum taught to either junior high or high school students. I think high school students. Um, and this was the book that they used. And it has, you know, early information. I know Muse just like, go on, give me the fucking book. I want to see some shit. <laughs> like what the current medicine of the time is, but it's teaching this is a sex education and STI, STD, whatever they called them back in fucking grandma days, um, book that, that yeah. teaches young people this is what they learned in school. Lay it on us. Bring it. I have my spectacles on. <laughs> Yeah, this was the do. first thing I opened. And apparently, this is talking about uh, a married couple, so they are not living in sin. Well, yeah, you can't. All right, you ready for this? If the conjugal act is repeated too often, the man will become gradually conscious of diminished strength, nerve force, and mental power. The man becomes more liable to disease and a readier victim of disease when it does come to him. And all this is equally true of woman. This is a science journal. <laughs> and due to the conjugal act being overdone, husband and wife more often than for any other reason beget sickly children who die early. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. That is laying it on thick. <laughs> wow. 
Local diseases of women due to excessive coitus, that means fucking. Coitus. Coitus, coitus, whatever. Coitus. Local diseases, coitus, whatever. Acute cataract, whatever. Acute inflammation of the uterus and ovaries and peritonalis, whatever, I don't know. And we know, science, this is science here, and we know that blood tumors and cancers of the uterus are frequently an end result of excessive coitus. Oh, my God. Well, okay, but if you have a big dick and you're pounding the cervix, that's going to lead to cervical cancer. That's just the way it that's, is. That's so you're going to get cancer from fucking. Yeah. No. What? So this is why. This is why. This is why our grandparents this are so is fucked what? up. You're going to, to get this book in print. We need to get more people. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get this out, Boogie. The world we needs to get this out. <laughs> yeah, this I just <laughs> when it said and and due to the conjugal <laughs> acts being overdone, husband and wife more often than not. Beget, beget overdone. sickly children who will die early. If you fuck too much, kids. No, no, wait. If you fuck too much, comma, kids. If you fuck too much. Oh, yeah, good. Good point. If kids in school, if you fuck too much, you're going to have sick kids and they're going to die. They're going to die. Of cancer. This was taught. This was called the new eugenics. Can this you was, imagine this if you're a teenager and shit? you heard this? You would never want to fuck ever. No. You would Just d- to you have would kids know, and that would be it. Your yeah. guilt, your repression. Because these were experts telling you this shit. Why would you question it? They know more than I you. mean, obviously, so you have the church, at least in America, we're talking about you have the church that's telling you that everything is evil. Your vagina makes God sad. Your penis is of the devil. Your clitoris is, <clears throat> your clitoris Satan's, is doorbell. Se- Satan's doorbell. Satan's <laughs> doorbell. Ding yes. dong. And this is, I mean... As if we look back, this there needs to be some level of compassion. This is why that cycle continued because those kids had they begat children <laughs> and they lived. So they, they, did, they, they lived, the so ones. they had to give them some sort of information. So what do you give? What do people give when they when someone asks them a question or they have to have a conversation? A, they don't want to tell their kids they're going to die yeah. if they have sex. So they just what do they do? Let's just not have a conversation. My dad handed me a book. That's the only sex talk I had. I didn't even get that. Mm. I didn't even get that. So seeing this, it and is when there I, more? Th- th- there's there's got to be. Jesus shit. It's the size of a size Bible. Of I thought goes, that was a Bible when he brought it up. It goes in. Well, it's the May Bible well of be. sex. Just, just remember, if you guys, Bunny. We can't have any more sex because I know someday you're thinking about having kids and not with me. Yeah. <laughs> but Jesus you God. you will beget sickly children, so we should just um and you're gonna have cancer. Blood clots. Blood clots, cancer. cancer. It's gonna be stuff. good. They really know how to pump up coitus. <laughs> they really <laughs> know how coitus? to get that coitus. coitus. Is it coit is it coitus? <laughs> coitus? Isn't that a brand of car? No, that's a Taco from Taco it's a Bell. it's a brand of car. The Crunchwrap Coitus. You know what? Let's let's try this. Can you put that microphone down? Give it a little tap and and make sure it's on. Tap on it. Say something or just money. Yeah. Can you say something into the microphone? <laughs> oh my! <laughs> she's too excited. She is. <laughs> Wait a minute. 19- I've got the dildo. She's saying. <laughs> Wait. Go again. The mic is. I, I like. Gone. I like how I fixed all the other mics, exactly. and then didn't even realize that I broke Whatever this mic. Whatever happened to your mobile mic? 
I don't know that mic right there. Uh, that one, that one didn't work. Can you take that mic you, over? Can, can you take, mine. take the the mic? Just kind of drag it over and put it by Muse vagina because we're going to not beget sickly children <laughs> because we're not going to have conjugal sex. No. We're actually just going to fuck Mew with um, slime condom. A slime condom. Yeah. No in way order children f- could come from that. In order, yes. Hopefully. So just kind of put it uh, in the middle, like of her tummy kind of thing, so it, uh, so we can hear some of this magic. That book's from 1936, by the way. 1936. The first print was 1922. 22. And then, so, wait a minute. Where, <laughs> oh, she left away. She just left away because she just realized she did not oh, have her vibrator. vibrator. Sakes. Come on. Right now we are doing something. So as they're Tell setting us what's up, happening here, please. Well, right now, um, so Bunny today, uh, while mint chip chocolate ice cream was in charge, decided that um, she was going to fill I a like condom. How, just put it over. We're kind of trying to get Muse sounds, not the sound of her vagina. She's got the mic on her And Anne is a great sound engineer. <laughs> she literally just took the microphone and put it right up to her <laughs> pussy. <laughs> In case the pussy had something to say, <laughs> it might. You know, it's you never just know. It, it more cheese. I don't know what <laughs> vaginas say. Wait, have you just tell the listeners what's happening? Okay, so so Bunny wanted to make slime today, so we have all the stuff and the shaving creams and contact solution and baking powder and all that stuff. Wait. <laughs> Jesus Bunny, Christ, Bunny, you have to wait. Come, well, she is up, not. Boogie? She's not. We got to do a little build here. Yeah, I don't have music either. Damn it! Uh, wait, I do have music. This is a good start. No. <laughs> yep, she's fingering to the music. all <laughs> All right, now that you're getting warmed up with some mood music. So she got slime and she filled a condom. She got slime, and this was old slime that, that she had made previously, so it was a little more firm, and it had all the styrofoam balls in it, so it's more like foam. And so she was like, hey, what hap- What if we made this into a dildo? Could you put this inside me? What if it breaks inside of her? Well, there's two Weird. condoms. Yeah. Yeah. She'll be look, at, pr- look at Mew. She might Mew. begat some styrofoam slime. <laughs> <laughs> she, will, she will begat. She will begat some little styrofoam balls. <laughs> So they will be sickly. <laughs> There's already football. Okay, Bunny, you you can go. And now insert the ten. See, Mew's excited because she's into tentacle porn, so it's all squishy and it's, it's going to be teal colored. Like she will ten- insert the Bunny, can you please kind of shift yourself to the side? So I yeah. can see I'm, I'm, I'm being an oh overzealous voyeur. So oh my God, That's, it's huge. It, well, it's hopefully going <laughs> <laughs> to. Just Big a thumbs, thumbs up. up. <laughs> thumbs up from you. Cram it and in. now it's going in. Look, she's all vibrating. Here comes the vibrator. She's now being. It keeps popping out, man. Look at that. She's got to work it in. Mew's got a really tight pussy. Uh Yeah, she does. Mew, stop spitting it out, man. (laughs) (laughs) For fuck's sakes, let it get in there. Oh my god! Flow, man. What do you expect? (laughs) You know what? Uh, It's got foam inside it. Bunny, (laughs) bunny. Twist it as you go in. Twist it as you go in. Don't twist. You don't want to break the condoms. Yeah. Get well, it. I mean, it'll, oh, yeah, yeah. A little bit. Just, just a little bit. Don't. Creepy knows what he's talking about. <laughs> I'm like, Bunny's like, can I do it? I'm like, I'm going to let you have this. Just take it. <laughs> oh She's now it's in there. <laughs> Mew, you want to put that vibrator on? <laughs> get get She's busy. She's laughing too hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Not as bad as she laughed at me yesterday while I was eating her pussy because I have a cold. And I, and I sniffled. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> Thank God you didn't sneeze. <laughs> and I literally, I'm just like, I'm licking, licking, licking. And she's like, yeah, yeah. And I just go. <laughs> and she starts fucking crying. And I'm like, God, I have a cold. What do you want? She's like, ah, you're so stupid. <laughs> Bunny's kinda, fingers are like white turn from it, pushing Turn it up. as you go. Turn that's, it like slightly. It'll, a little, it'll little back all, and forth. A little yeah. Left. yeah. Maybe we should move that mic a little bit closer to her mouth. And then thank you so much. <laughs> I told you Bunny has Bunny is still in her teenage boy phase she's when she fucks people. Hair and she's wearing a unicorn horn. Unicorn <laughs> little unicorn ears and a unicorn and horn. She's fucking with a slime. And she <laughs> just she just gets a look at look at look at her. She's like, ah <laughs> nothing cool about it. Hey Unger, are you telling him what's going on? No. To an extent. Oh. <laughs> That's it. She's in doing my good. sports announcer, good, good. like monotone typing <laughs> voice. <laughs> he is inserting. It includes things in like word. Kathy said, Mew gets a, or, Mew's got a really tight pussy. <laughs> That's I, just how I typed it. <laughs> so you can oh, see. Our chat room. Can you feel the little balls? Uh, uh. No. <laughs> she <laughs> oh, shut up. I'm trying to come. <laughs> I just let her have fun. This is good for us. She's got a little buzz going on there. Yeah. Two-handed by Bunny. She's two-handed. Yeah. Cramming him in there. Practically got her fist in there. Yep. <laughs> Don't forget to keep moaning in that Anne microphone. Is, is the greatest. Bunny keeps looking back at us like she's surprised. <laughs> she's like, this is so With cool. her mouth open going, huh? <laughs> Uh-oh. Somebody's turning pink. <laughs> <laughs> what did she whisper? I don't know. <laughs> Why, buddy? <laughs> Why? Something about her neck. Your neck vein. <laughs> <laughs> Bunny is totally turned on by Mew's neck vein because when she gets really turned on, it pops out. And she gets all turned on. Now the thing is inside her. And she is Look how her getting into it. Look at her stomach is totally bulging out like she's being impregnated by a tentacle oh, monster. That's right. Oh, she's going to begat something real soon. <laughs> Some begatting. Don't forget to be gatting to the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I love our show. <laughs> it's almost all in there. It's almost. <laughs> oh, God damn it. You fucker. I'm trying to help the listeners. God damn it. Shut up. <laughs> Right there, back to work. You know, this is what I'm good at. This is what I'm we're good sticking at. We're sticking. We're sticking through this. Interrupting orgasms oh. is so creepy. Jesus said, <laughs> "Just read your eugenics book, you fucking begatter." Try to help. Try to help. <laughs> this is. I love this show, though. It, I think the phloem dildo has disappeared inside of her. I don't even <laughs> see it anymore. Disintegrated. There's just little worm creatures <laughs> <laughs> pouring out of her pussy. Oh, she liked that. Mm. <laughs> I'm telling you, you don't even want to know the, the level of depravity. Aww. She would leave me for an alien invasion of tentacle monsters. Well, who wouldn't, Boogie? Come oh, on. That's, that's true. <laughs> Just picture our listeners driving down the 405. <laughs> I got McDonald's once to a featured orgasm.
girl. <laughs> Did you hit the wrong button? The wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I think that was the right button. Wow. Oh, look at it come out. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wow. Now lick it, show. bunny. Lick yeah. it. She's like, do it. Lick oh it. Ah! Good girl. Thank you, Threshold, for providing this bird for us to record it. If you're in the Los Angeles or surrounding area, visit Threshold.org. Find out about joining this Tonight, especially that Anna just licked it. Oh, she just shoved it in there. Holy oh, okay, shit. shit. Stop everything. Whoa. Oh, my God. God. Oh, bless. She just shoved that in her wow. mouth. God, was that God. consensual? She just licked it, and then Anna opened her mouth, and she just rammed it right the fuck in. Wow. Just after she came all over it. This is the greatest I, you know, Kathy. What? I don't think we finished. <laughs> oh, we didn't? Oh, sorry. No, Hang no, on. No, no, no. <laughs> Yeah. In some ways, this is the worst show <laughs> ever. Totally yeah. But it is so matched with being the absolute best show that anyone will ever hear in their life. Totally agree. That our listeners just kind of like, yeah. Yeah. Been, but there's a payoff. <laughs> <laughs> Someone gets fucked in the end. It comes oh, in the end. Oh, thank you to everybody in the Love Lab tonight, especially the Unger and everybody in the chat room. Woo! To Bunny and Mew and Anna for that wonderful oh, 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 oh. show. <laughs> to Creepy you. for co-hosting. Thank you. Yeah. I want to personally thank Dr. C.S. Whitehead, formerly assistant professor. C.S. Whitehead? Medicine and surgery. He was the He's a zit. He was the co-writer. 20 episodes. Co-writer of this book. If you have questions, comments, or ideas, either email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com or call 424-226-2037. And don't forget to visit pervertedpodcast.com. And next week, the end show music was supposed to be electronic. But oh, <laughs> Somebody man. come and help Buggy, god damn it. You may have to wait. <laughs> god damn it. I'll learn it. I will, I swear to God. This was uh, a lot of fun. This, this was a great show. I'm not editing it. Just, <laughs> they're just going to stick it out. I'm you sorry. You got to stick it out. God damn it. We'll be back next week for show 144. And then coming up, just remember, coming up in just... Like 12 weeks is the uh, third year evaluation of Perverted Podcast. Ooh. What do you mean third year? Well, remember oh, yeah, we said we do it for three years, years and then we decide it's whether we're going to keep what, doing three it or months not, now, Which we right? probably yeah. will, but, you know, just still want to add a little tension and anticipation. Get our listeners involved. We did get another 10 bucks in Patreon. Hey, I, I saw got, that. We got to ask them if we can say hi to them. So thank you to our supporters that... Uh, that are putting it out there because like, I got to go buy a bunch of microphones now because these are all fucking broken. <laughs> but hey, we will see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening. We do have such a great time here, and hopefully, you're learning something from us and just being a part of our family. We're zombies, zits, and uh, peepees, ams. We love you, and we'll see you guys next week. Woo! Woo! Crack a beer and let's go to stuffed animal orgy. If you make love to stuffed animal, it's not bestiality. Just grab that furry critter and grab a tube of loot. Then go ahead and do what comes naturally to you. You can never get one pregnant. You'll never hear one lie. The neighbors may get scared, but they can all fuck off and die. Yeah! Ah! It's love. It's love. Stuffed animal love.